Welcome to the official first episode of the Nightlight Podcast. I am so excited. I'm so excited to finally be starting. I'm also very nervous, but hey, we go trembling, but we go, right? <laughs> okay, so the topic, title, topic of today's podcast, I think it's, it's topic, right? Because <laughs> I don't know, topic feels very churchy yeah but honestly at this point i'm just thankful i didn't start this with praise the lord so we move the topic type i'm actually honestly genuinely confused here the title let's just use title right title of this podcast as given to me by god was on ashamed and when i got this topic the first thing that came to my head was you know i i I went to university of lagos way back when Ooh. <laughs> I was University of Lagos. Um and I was in the coolest fellowship on campus, Sovereign Army Fellowship. Um and we had this annual concert that we would do named Unashamed. Um with the reference Bible text being Romans 116, for we are not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. And we would chant that and chant it and chant it. Oh, we are unashamed, we are unashamed. It was really cool, you know, seeing so many young people in one place just unashamedly talking about their love for Christ and just being loud and proud about how in love with Jesus we were. You know, it was really cool. And so when god brought this up i I thought he was going to address how difficult it could be in the real world in quotes to stand loud and proud for jesus because it's different it's different when you come out of school it's different when you're not when your circle is not entirely made of people who share the same sentiment that you do concerning Jesus and Christianity is it could be a tad more difficult when you have to work with people who don't believe in God at all you know or when you have a or an exotic circle around you so you're surrounded by agnostics by atheists by you know all the other religions that they are islam you know it could it could be a little difficult um let's imagine your boss is not christian for instance let's imagine you have to report to people that don't share your sentiment about jesus you know it could be a little more difficult and so you might be under pressure for lack of a better word to fold a little bit to say oh you know what i'm not so spiro like that there's a pressure to not be so spiritual or to not seem so spiritual to not seem so jesus girl ish you know so i thought that was what he wanted to address so when he said he said something to me right that had me like hmm, hmm. so i was on a bike a couple days ago you know on my way back from work and all that was on my head was man i just want to go home and eat and sleep i just sleep i'm not interested in food all that was on my mind was go home and sleep but god wasn't having that he was not having that and so he said something to me out of the blue that i totally did not expect to hear he said you cannot be unashamed of me if you don't first learn to be unashamed with me hmm so 
I sat on it, you know, just I sat on it and just like meditated and meditated. And, okay, God, what do you mean by this? And then he said, you know, sometimes the reason that people find it difficult to be loud and proud about the fact that they're Christian is because they feel like they have conducted themselves in a way that is unchristian. And so they feel like to come out and be seen as Christian would bring them judgment right so let's look at it like this you have you know and to be on i'm going to be we said we're going to be very transparent on here so i'm going to be very transparent it took me a while to record this episode for this exact reason because i had i had conducted myself or i have i had been in a place where i was doing things that were decidedly not very christian you know so the thought of coming out and recording a podcast that is loudly and proudly christian it was it was scratching my body let's just say like that you know and i couldn't it was like okay so how do i come out now and say oh i have a oh podcast episode is out you know and i'm talking about jesus how do i explain myself to all the people that have seen me not being very christian wouldn't I be seen as a hypocrite, God? Wouldn't I be judged, God? How do I say this, God? What do I say to them, God? How would they even listen to me, God? And so I felt very ashamed, <laughs> right? I felt very ashamed. And so when he said this, I started to really think about it. Like, okay, okay, okay. So what does it take to be unashamed with you, God? That became the question, right? Since God has said, okay, to be unashamed of me, you must first be unashamed with me. So the question would now be, how do I be unashamed with you, God? Right? So he said, let's go to 1 Corinthians 13. So we went to 1 Corinthians 13 and verse 5. And he says, okay, you know what? Let's leave this thee and thou for a little minute. And let's go to Amplified. And so it went to Amplified and we opened it and I saw something that really struck a chord with me. It says, love keeps no record of being wronged. Huh. Love keeps no record of being wronged. And then he said, okay, so if love keeps no record of being wronged and God is love, why do you think God would keep a record of your wrongs? And to that I said, well, yeah, it was like, oh my God, wow. <laughs> and then he said, the issue that a lot of people have actually is that they misjudge the character of God. And so because your parents or because that authority in your life gives you such a hard time, because you have to beg and grovel for your dad to forgive that thing that you did or because you have to um, go all out and go on your knees and beg and cry for your mom to say okay you know what you're forgiven you start to project these things onto God and you think that God has the same standards or because you have people in your life that hold your wrong against you or over your head and you know that if you do something wrong two years from now, they're going to bring back that thing that you did and they're going to hold it over you again. So you think that's how God is. 
And God is saying, really, yo, don't project this on me. This is not how I am. Right? This is not how God is. I promise you. He keeps no record of being wronged. He is love. He is, that is who he is. So everything that is described in 1 Corinthians 13, they are the traits of God, including this one. Love keeps no record of wrong. So if you don't understand that God is not writing your wrongs in one, you know, we have one saying in Nigeria, I say, um, your cup is almost full. I'm keeping it for you, Sekula. It's almost full. The day to be full. That's not what God does. God is not keeping anything for you, Sekula. God is not compiling a list of your shortcomings. That's not what he's about. So if we don't understand this, we would constantly run away when we sin because we feel like God holds us to these standards and we are not good enough to talk about him outside. But God is saying, hey, yo, I saw you with your flaws and I chose to love you still. He's saying, hey, I saw your, I saw your tendency to sin. I saw your unhealthy attraction to that person. I saw your tendency. I saw your whatever it is. I saw your flaws. I saw your shortcomings. And I decided to love you with all of that. I saw your baggage. And I decided, hey, it's a bumper package. I'm going to love you with all of it. That's what God said. So we need to stop. Um, we need to stop misrepresenting the identity or the character of God and we need to truly know him for who he is as love because God is saying now that if you understand this if you get this that yo he's not holding these things against you then maybe maybe even when you've messed up you know that that doesn't stop you from being Christian you know that even when you are deep like neck deep in that sin you can still come out and say i am christian and i am loved of god and know that it is true when you understand what it truly means to come before jesus naked and not ashamed and know that no matter what you've done or what you're doing he loves you still and he is not ashamed of you then maybe maybe you'll be able to come out and proudly say that you are God's own. You are Christ's own. Now that is that is being unashamed with God. Coming naked and not ashamed. Now this is, there are other factors besides this. Besides this um, guilt that stop us from being able to say loudly and proudly that we are Christian. And the number of this being, oh, we don't want to be tagged. We don't want to be labeled. We don't want to be, um, we don't want to be segregated against. We don't want to be ostracized. We don't want to be shut out of the cool kids circle. I, look, I battled with all of this. (laughs) I did. It was, it was really hard for me to come out and say I was Christian, you know, outside of University of Lagos. Because then, you know, I'm in media. I work in media in a media company i've worked in two media companies you would know if you have anything if you've ever had any affiliation with media you would know that um 
media is a fantastic place fantastic in quotes because you meet so many different kinds of people and christianity is not very common place in media and sometimes you would have to do things that are decidedly unchristian so to claim to be christian would be to um give yourself a label that is synonymous with uncool right so i had issues coming out and saying i was christian but how did i get past this simple it is really simple first of all um i had to fall in love with jesus is now this this might sound very commonplace and very cliche but i promise you it's not i had to genuinely and honestly fall in love with jesus as a person like yo let me love yo let me love you let me understand who you are i had to like really spend time and say you know what god i want to love you like because when you love a person when you genuinely love a person you will show them off i have seen people show off like i've seen people fall in love with people that are um hmm <laughs> I seem to fall in love with people that are by society standards that are up to par. And I've seen these guys show these people off like yo fam. I mean, okay, let's for a second. Let's let's look at Nicki Minaj, right? And Mick Mill. And I know this is a Christian podcast, but I'm looking for something that everybody can relate to. Now when Nicki Minaj was dating Mick Mill, I, I used to be a C. I used to be in Nicki Minaj freak. People that know me know this. I used to be obsessed. <laughs> it was like, it was yo. So when she was dating McMill, I was super disappointed. Because I was like, oh, um, you could have done so much better. Jesus Christ. But she showed him off every day. It was, it was, it was like she had never seen anybody this, this awesome in her life. And over time, people started to accept that, you know what? This baby's actually really in love with this guy. Maybe he's not so bad. Maybe, maybe. Now, this is somebody, these are people that are not even, this guy's not even Jesus. She fell in love with him, with his, with his not being up to par, according to society's standards. She fell in love with him and she showed him off. Now, this goes to show you that if you're truly in love with a person, you will show them off. So let's bring the same logic back. If you fall in love with Jesus, truly, you will show him off. It will be easier to show him off. Secondly, I found a circle of people that shared my sentiment. And I think this, I think this, was, the, um, this was the thing that actually really did it for me. So I joined the discipleship class, right? And my family there shared my sentiment. So I was in, again, I was in, in a midst of people, I was in the midst of people who, um, who were absolutely loudly and proudly in love with Jesus. It was easier from then on. So, um, so one day, one day we were at the mall, we went to the mall to celebrate the birthday of one of us. And then we're at the mall and just like, okay, let's just say a birthday prayer for the birthday girl, Right. And um, lo and behold, that's how we started praying in tongues in ICM. And I don't, for, for people that pray in tongues, yeah, you would know that there's a, there's, a, there's a level you get to that your voice will start to auto-modulate by itself. You just be modulating. Yeah, we got there in the mall. And so every, our voices are climbing up and climbing up and climbing up. Now, normal me, I would rather 
have the ground open and me fall inside and it should cover and I never come out again. Oh, better. As in, <laughs> I would have, I would pick that over praying out loud in the mall. But that day, we did it. Loudly and proudly. And people were looking at us all funny, like, who are these guys, though? Like, what are y'all doing, though? Jesus, you're so weird. And we were so unbothered. And that was the beginning of of a lot of things after that. We would pray in tongues, in the, in cab rides. We would literally enter into the cab and tell the driver, yo, okay, calm, please give us the Oxford. And we are playing to Suyeko and we are speaking in tongues till we get to where we are going to. And we do the same thing when we are coming back. And we pray in tongues in Ogba Market. And, you know, this is just... Being in that kind of circle, it just gave me the courage to, like... To love up on God wherever I am. And so yeah, that is that is how I learned to be unashamed of Jesus. And trust me, it, it really is that easy. It really, really is that easy. Anyway, um, I really do hope something here has blessed somebody today. <laughs> I'm still super nervous. Um, but I'm thankful that we're able to get this first episode out. Thank you for listening. If you've listened to this point with all the things I was saying, thank you very much. I really do appreciate you and I love you so much. Till the next episode. Good night. Mwah.